Scoot Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War Team Yankee, Fate of Nation, Narm and Great World Podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues firmly in our cheeks, our pans as flat to the ground and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us on our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop online at Battlefield Hobbies because Hammy fought the Rona and Hammy won. If nice dice are your advice, be sure to check out diceofwar.com.au, our podcast sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. And if you want to pay for something you could get for free, you can now also become a Patreon supporter by following the link on the Breakthrough Assault blog. Pay £1 a month for your chance to also become internet famous. I'm Eddie Fez-Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England. and I'm joined by my co-host, Duncan Technical Issues Gosling. What's up? But... No. <laughs> I can't tell Lee... if that's real or not. <laughs> Lee Longjoke Parnell. Anyway, the black and white knight on the black and white bike. On the black mm. and white castle, yes. It's, just, it's not just the jokes that are long. Way. Welcome to episode 68, the one where Fez great escapes from the doghouse. Lee, what are we talking about tonight? Well, tonight we're going to be talking internet famous as we talk about what our patrons get. Um, we'll then be doing faces, bases, something, something. We'll talk about what we've been painting. We'll then be doing News in the Front, which is what we've been playing. And then we'll be doing RateMyList.com. <laughs> we'll talk about, we have a we list. Yeah, I know, just realized I got the wrong, can I? Uh, right, before Rate My List, we'll be doing RTFM. RTFM. Yep. Then we'll be doing Rate My List. And then we'll be doing Officer Answers. And then we'll be shooting and scooting. Sweet. Got me in the end. There you go. So, internet famous. Our lovely patron supporters. Yes. So, what do your what do our patrons get? Good question. Well, Obviously, not financial transactions and how that works. Abuse. You should be swapping money for financial value. Yeah. <laughs> well, we offer no value. Yes. Hey, quantum at all. Um, so, what our patrons are getting is they get access to our lovely, lovely Discord, which comes in handy, because we have also occasionally have Patreon-only um, officer answers, like we have tonight. Woo! Our patrons also get access to the episode a day before everyone else does, if you really can't wait. Um, and also, we're going to be doing some patrons exclusive content soon. Um, oh, hope- good Lord. I know. We're hoping to have right. an interview with um, Martin Turner, who writes the blog, but also, more importantly, won W um, Warfare, won Warfare. With, a, with a finished list that didn't have any uh, Germans in it. Which, you no, know, by tournament German, standards, no. it seems uncanny. But the, and all kinds of things, like two-pack 40s. Like proper and finish things, Chris. yeah. Yeah. And so we'll get on the show, just tell us how he managed to convince this dark magic of actually playing the historical list. Yeah, right? how many human sacrifices did it take? How many souls has he sold? So the other thing to say is we do have our own, separate from the blog, Facebook page now. We do, do yeah. we? Yep. Do we? When did that happen? Why wasn't I informed? Well, about you, a month you, ago, maybe I forgot. Many cause I, no, no, no. I, did, I didn't know about it, but I forgot. <laughs> it's fine. Yes. Which obviously Duncan's been posting loads of content to. Yes, all the content. <laughs> all of the Duncan content. Send all of the content to that page. Duncanites. Um, yeah. The Gosling Fanboy Club. Um, 
That's a separate page. And, that is a uh, separate page. Yeah. That definitely has a lot of a higher barrier to entry. <laughs> I like to think of it as girthier <laughs> rather than higher. Tasteless. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we have our own our own Facebook um, page, which if you could go and like and follow that, that'd be fantastic. And then to absolutely, as I am now the, the company shill man, um, if you are listening to this podcast and you enjoy it, do us a massive favour by for whatever medium you listen to it, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of the myriad myriad different ones. Wherever you get your podcast from. Wherever you get your podcast from. Give us a review. Because the algorithms rule us now. And the more that you can review, like, give us five stars if you think we're good enough. Um, or just give us a one star and loads of abuse and send me a link to it so I, I can. Was, I was going to say there's there's only so many Russian bot farms that I can I can par, you know pay to to do it for yeah. us. So. Um, oh, and the other thing is, if you know of any other hobbyists who don't listen to us, just shamelessly tell them to listen to us. Grab grab their phones from them, find us on the uh, iTunes store, and uh, you know get us an extra subscriber. Yeah. How's that for hard? I say you'd be rewarded, but frankly, all we're going to do is give you the same rubbish content we give normally. So it's a yeah, yeah, but what well, second prize? Two lots. Yeah. But this way, we can dilute the damage we're having to the world. <laughs> it won't be quite so intensive. <laughs> right, yeah. these are the front. What have you guys been playing? Painting, painting. What are uh, you painting? Faces, bases. So that's the one. That's my favourite <laughs> segment. I'm actually painting something now. That's why I got distracted for once. What are you painting? What are you painting? Um, remember, I did that very large Cromwell. Yes. And then didn't actually finish it. Oh God. Well, I'm trying to finish that. So I am currently painting 35 millimeter. Sorry, 35 millimeter. One to 35th scale Cromwell tracks. And if you thought 15 millimeter tracks was bad. These are even God, nice. that's boring. Yep. Are you paying each track individually? No, but I'm an absolute idiot. And I, I, what I realized that most people do, and actually I'm going to carry this over to 30, uh, to 15 mil, is just paint the tracks separately. Okay. I, I got carried away with the assembly and assembled the entire tank. Yep. And it's just made it so much harder. Well, yes. <laughs> Yeah, when you do that, so if you paint them on the sprue mm-hmm. and you clip them off, do you like leave little bits of unpainted track that you don't have to paint again? Yeah, but that that's like saying painting track on the model is really hard. So oh no no, I didn't say it was hard. I was just wondering. I've never done it, so I was just inquiring. Well, these ones like, are passing one piece, one piece rubber ones. <laughs> oh, good um, lord! So I literally could have just. This is a family show. Yeah, yeah exactly. There would be like one section of track links where they join up, which I would have hidden at the bottom, and then that would be fine. But I didn't do that, and now I'm I'm paying for it. Um, but then most 15 mil stuff. See, I wouldn't paint them on the sprue. I'd clip them off and attach them to um, a lollipop stick or something, mm-hmm. and then um, paint them on that. But most of the Battlefront ones are one-piece track side skirts, aren't they? And actually, they're separate to the hull. So you can actually just paint the looming. I can't think of, off the top of my head, I can't think of one that you'd struggle to do that with. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, Unless I don't know if there is any. side skirts that are separate. There was one model separate. I did, I can't remember which one it is, where it has side skirts, and it got very 
and um, putting the size kits on before the tracks on meant the tracks were a bit tight when I was trying to put the tracks on. I can't remember which model it was that did that. But they're, they're generally one piece now, aren't they? The side bits. Yeah, yeah. That's, thing. yeah. So you... that's why I'm. Was now... it a Stug? Might have been. Yeah. Was, was it? Was it a? a, a, no, it, was a, a team, it was a Team Yankee model. Was it a Brimbar? And no, if it wasn't a Brimbar, it should be a Brimbar. No one paints Brimbars but you. Oh, I really want to do that formation now. A Brimbar formation? Yeah. If you Brimbar at the woods the day, for, you're in for, for a big For mid war as well. We get with, four with, of them. With the elephant? Uh, yeah, with a single elephant. Just, you know. No, you, got, you have to have two elephants if you have them no, you don't. in the formation. No, you don't. You? you have to have one. Read a card. It says you have to. You have, the platoon has to have two for at least two elephants. Oh, f- I don't for read things. I didn't get. I didn't get where I am today by reading things. That's <laughs> yeah. complete lie. That's it. You don't wooden spoon warfare by reading. Yeah, exactly. TV. By knowing rules. God, <laughs> <laughs> you're as bad as Nathan cheating and reading the bloody Top Gun rules and then schooling us up on homoerotic volleyball. Was <laughs> that, that separate to the game? Was that afterwards? No, that, that's got nothing to do with the game. That was just that was just Nathan and I uh, entertaining a fun, ourselves. A fun Sunday night. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Who likes tight blue jeans? That's <laughs> why so Lee's got no um, vegetable oil left as well for his roast potatoes. Oh, God. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Get the proper deep tan. Um, yeah. yeah, so that is what I've... I've also got my... I found my DAC army. Hooray for the weekend! For that, that oh, thank God more. for that. Um, so that's quite important. Tomorrow's night's hobby is um, fixing that with decals. Um, uh, yeah, so that's all I've been painting. Nice. Frank, you got any paint slinging in? Uh, trying to remember now. I've, I've built more stuff, okay. but I can't talk about that here because it's it's heretical. You can talk about it here. Uh, so I, I built a uh, I built a Mortimer Glorium army. Ooh. Oh, small scale. Yeah. So I, I I accidentally bought some stuff on eBay. <laughs> accidentally, Your Honor. Yeah. Well, there was three boxes, and they retail at something like thirty quid each, and oh, someone yeah. had them up for sixty quid for all three, and I was like, I'm not paying sixty quid. I don't know you think I am. So I put in like a, a cheeky offer and said, I'll, I'll take them off your hands for 40 quid. And the, the guy went, yeah, all right. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> he caught my bluff. Oh, yeah. God damn it. So, yeah, so I got something like 100 and something odd quids worth of stuff for 40 pounds posted. So nice. but it was that Sinocar stuff, which was actually really hard to really hard to work with. Oh. I, I found it unpleasant because it, it was things like horses' legs that got me. So you had them, um, like the horse's leg was completely had um, completely filled. Oh, so you had to carve that out and things. It the wasn't horse's too bad. leg was completely filled. It sounds like you're doing some sort of review of a pub. Yeah, yeah. It was... the, complete horse, the horse's leg was completely oh, it filled. It was absolutely rammed. Rammed with plastic. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, so I did that. that. That was surprisingly. It was quite quick to put it together, but it did take a lot, quite a lot of trimming. And yeah. then um, I did finish... So I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't paint these, but I, pro- I procured four more Panzer four seventies. Because yeah, um, so I've now got seven, so I can do that properly for Operation Twenty First Panzer V three. Nice. So not version three, but three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, have I have I put any brush? 
I painted some Warriors of Chaos. And oh I did finish off some uh I did finish off some IS2s. So I did paint some IS2s for my Soviets. Which was nice. Yeah, so just five. I need to finish off some more. But the, the trouble is I think I've got demotivated by them because I don't think they're very good. And I don't think that um they're gonna get any better. <laughs> I, I don't so. I don't know if they're not very good. I think they they have a place. It's, it's, oh they do they... breakthrough tank, as it were. But yes, it's a they're very hard to. I think they're very hard to use as you would use them, which is a bit strange one. So I think the best use for me is staying stationary, firing, and then trying to shoot and scoot forward, mm. um, rather than blitzing, because you you don't take the negative of trying to move. Yeah. Um, but I I think they're fine. I think that I I've got the OS eighty uh, fives painted already, and I think they're probably better because I think they're also forty points for five. Yeah, that's what it, that's why more expensive. Cause I think they realise that you know, yes, a gun rate is of, not as good, but it it works better for the actual combination. It's rate of fire too, as well, uh, and it's AT twelve, and AT <laughs> twelve is pretty good. It's not, it's not, it's not actually systemically bad, is it? No. I mean, it'll struggle against some stuff, but then you've got a lot of front armor ten. So whatever's struggling against you, or you're struggling against, is probably struggling against you. And until King Tiger appears, in which case you're struggling against it, and it definitely well, is struggling against you. No, and it's going, oh, wee, bang, pop. Yeah. But, I mean, that, yeah. And then I've just been I've just been playing around with lists and things. I've been finding my mojo by going through lists again and, and getting cross. Oh, no, why can't I fit that in? <laughs> why have I got a point left? Why is this lucky card called something other than lucky? <laughs> Does that catch you out? Did you put in your put in your list until you realise what you had done? No, no, I, I did click on one for Avanti, and I can't remember what this is called. It's something like, oh no, there it is, for Italy. I was yep. like, I wonder what that card is for Italy. Let's have a look. Discard this card to reroll one. What? No, <laughs> no. I don't laugh so much if you if you, if you put that in your in your thing, not realise what it was until well, the first game. When you play it, and it goes. Is that just lucky by another name? It goes. What? No, no, no that's not what it is. No, God, no. no, it's no. not. No. Oh God, no. <laughs> I'm going to play a 99 point list now. <laughs> but technically, it's not lucky. It's for Italy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a technicality. Does that make it less laser games like rules writing if they change? No, the it makes it worse. It might, why would again? Why would you have a card that's got a different name that does the same thing? <laughs> ah, why don't you just call it lucky? I don't understand that. If you can explain that, right? To shoot and scoot at gmail.com. <laughs> I do not understand why you would call something that seems like Games Workshop from like the nineteen eighties. What's this rule called? This is rending. Okay, what does that do? Okay. Okay, cool. What's this called? Well, it's kind of like rending, but it's not called rending. What? what? <laughs> but if I roll a six, something happens. Yeah. And that something is, you, I know your armor save. Yeah. yeah. So it's the same. Oh, well, maybe. Color version three. Yeah, exactly. What have you done? No, I just didn't understand that. I was just looking through the cards. Also, mid-war cards are weird. Yes. Got some really weird ones in there, haven't they? Also, can you because you can combine the um, that you know everything's combined now, isn't it? In the the one list, can you do weird things like combine black shirts and paratroopers and stuff? I haven't tried that yes, yet. Yes, you're pretty good. Oh my god! That's oh no, it says rifle platoon. That's all right. Answer my question. 
Oh, I see. All right, no, because yeah, no, because yeah, yeah, parachutes are entirely separate. Yeah, because that, that would have made me laugh as well. Black shirt, black shirt paratroopers. <laughs> Fusillary, what? So yeah, but they, I, I've quite enjoyed playing around with that, playing around with forces again. Looking forward to uh, what the uh, the next books are that are coming out. Nice. Mm-hmm. German. Um, yep, yeah, bulge. May. German Bulge and uh, and Team Yonkey. Oh, I'm also, so looking forward to it. Also known it's as BBC One at six o'clock. Unless it has all kicked off by the time this is uh, released, in which case I, I for one welcome our new Soviet overlords. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a toss one fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather that didn't. <laughs> yes. It's, it's generally the, 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 their um, consensus, yes. <laughs> it's Don't be where the one is firing. It's, uh... Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's been about it. It's just been dabbling in. I've just been, you know, bits and bats. Nice. Good. Yeah, so I've been, I've been doing some more deck. You have. You've made me want to throw my deck away. And start again. <laughs> Not that good. No, no, no. As in, I, I just... Look at mine and go, oh, they could be so much better. But if I keep constantly upgrading these armies, I'll never actually have anything painted. That's why you haven't got anything painted. <laughs> mm, maybe. <laughs> I've got some long barrel Panzer IVs painted. Oh. I've got some um, Tigers on the go at the moment. I'm just doing Tigers and little um, SDK of said 10 fives. Ah, Tiger what, Tiger. What tiger colours have you painted the Tigers? I have because I'm doing them um, as 500, 501st, mm. who were initially attached to 10th Panzer, and then after that were attached to 15th Panzer right at the end, as basically got merging with 502 um, Schwer Panzer. But they went when they went over, they were painted oddly with the sort of the, the late 1941 paint scheme apparently. So they're um, oh, really they're the green brown style color. And then oh, the ones, yeah. the ones of five hundred two, were painted up in the more modern two-tone desert camo. Yeah, but five hundred one apparently were paint were still in the nineteen forty-one style scheme with their own green brown colours. Is that is that the kind of greeny ones that everyone's got as Tunisian tigers? No, so it's, those ones are complete are complete fiction based on a very spurious. That too, hey. What are you saying? One of the things that um, bad bad nineteen seventies research came up with. Yay! Got love nineteen seventies research. Oh. So what you saying is we've got a tiger in the wrong colours? No. You better well, sell it, it's, mate. You know, we are playing Flames of War. It is the you know, the colour scheme of the movie basically? So. Well, exactly. I I still think that someone should do that uh, bulge army list with the M forties. If they ever do a plastic M forty eight, I would I probably would do that as a thing. No, someone did. They <laughs> took it to. Um, I know. But, we, but the, it's not here. It's not. It's not it us. It's recreated. Yeah, yeah, it's an homage. It's inspired by. Inspired by it. Exactly. Inspired by. Yeah. All of this is real, apart from the bits that aren't. <laughs> so like the stare at goats. More of this is real than you'd than you'd um, expect. You wanna, a, yeah, you'd expect. <laughs> you never guess which bits we made up. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, none of it. Oh, oh, I must admit, I, I did forget that there is one hobby-based thing I've been doing, which is finally sorting out um, 
the stash overflow in my room and in the garage. Um, right. When I found that entire um, version three late war plastic British starter set with a, a complete sealed box of um, Cromwell's and a complete oh sealed box of um, Sherman's. <laughs> I'm like, that's an entire late war. Well, late war bulge comes out for Brits. So I think I'm fine. At this point, Eddie realised he had a problem. Yes. <laughs> yeah. On it like a car bonnet. Oh dear. You do need some indexing. I do. We've said it before. You need a Dewey Decimal System. I do. Getting them vaguely in the same boxes is 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 enough. <laughs> it's a start. It is. I condensed. I condensed the. I didn't take a picture because I was ashamed. But I condensed the four um, Flames of War um, Vietnam starter armies I had into one box. The four Vietnam starter armies. Yeah, when when Troll Trader was doing them super cheap. And I got them for about 10, 10, 15 pounds each for the starter sets for Vietnam. Oh dear. So what you're saying is when I need when I want to do a fifteen mil Vietnam army. Yeah. I just need to uh need to catch them there and going to lock up, you know. Okay. Site Bravo and uh Site Bravo. <laughs> Dear Lord. Talking of contents of boxes. Oh. I got Saucy. um a message from Matt Dysloon saying my order was in. Was so it, was it now, for a box? <laughs> yeah, it was just a box, disappointingly. Son of a... No, it was, um, it was a bit of a letdown, actually, because I'd ordered two to Brook boxes, and between Battlefront and Dystoon, I don't know who messed up. I, only one was on the order. Oh. But... They're like, who would buy two of these? Exactly. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. But it wasn't, exactly, yeah. But it was an upside, because... Know what the content? Know the content says contains twenty-two tanks and two guns. Yeah, it lied. Oh, it contains twenty-two tanks and four guns. Four what? Four artillery guns. It had four eighty-eight. Had four eighty-eight sends there too. You've got eight Italian eighty-eights. Well, I will do when the second box arrives. (laughs) So it wasn't just my box because Mike and Nathan confirmed their box also had four eighty-eights in. Is there somewhere? Somewhere there's a Malaysian packer going. I've run out of these. I thought I should have more. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, he probably thought it's an 88. It must be over two sprues, right? It's a huge gun. <laughs> is it a mispack? Well, no, because, right, because it's not just a, the gun sprues. There's also four bases and four, and two uh, of the crew sprues. It has basically two crews in each sprue. It's maybe some misprint then on the box. It's, either, it's either a misprint or they did they changed the spec and didn't tell the, changed the artwork and didn't tell the factory. Yeah. So what you're saying is, Bruce, I wonder if there's a. Have we got reports on other boxes being opened? Like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory? Like, is, <laughs> has the British <laughs> one got like extra so, stuff well, in it? Seb hasn't mentioned anything being awry with his Casserine set. So I'm oh, not God sure. damn it. Like, ask him what the contents are. We need to know. This is this is high class journalism. <laughs> I will ask him and report on it next episode. Breaking news. Yes. The next episode? That's not soon enough. God damn it. I'm asking him now. <laughs> You haven't opened it. Opened it now. He has opened it. He's painting it as he as as you well know. But yes, God damn it, man! Also, I finally got my leopard two, my leopard two A fives, and my little weasels from my West Germans as well. Yeah. Oh, finally. Which has been in order for ages. Weasel. Yeah, my little weasels. How um, how are you building the weasel? Well, only they only build one variant. So I've got one blister of the little recce recce ones with the um twenty centimeter cannon. That's got three of those in. I've got one blister of the four toe launcher ones. 
Nice. Oh. And they're resin, aren't they? Yeah, they're resin metal, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I've got lots to get on with. More to get on with now. Yeah, I, oh, I, I, fought, I fought the good fight as well. Did, I, I told you that, didn't I? I'm getting the, the Italian paratroopers added to the sale. Oh, yes. Yes, you said, yeah. Cause yeah. Because I went on there. was most disappointing because they had one mortar skew. And I was like, hey, that, what? Mortars? I don't need paratroop where's mortars. Yeah, I've got the them already. Yeah, where's the rest of Paris? So I, I, I politely inquired, and apparently um, two of the SKUs got list, left off. And what I'm hoping is that that's the paratrooper ballista, so the the yeah. platoon, and then the HMDs. If it's not, if it, it if it excludes the platoons, I think I could be in more trouble. Would it, would it be a less polite email? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> polite, not too impolite. Excuse me, I, I think you're fine. My contract with you clearly states the following. <laughs> where the hell are my paratroopers <laughs> do you know who I am Gareth does he always says hello when I call him up and annoy him on a Wednesday afternoon Gareth yeah um, but now I've got a lovely email from a lady called Emily so thank you Emily thank you for letting me know there you go she's not listening of course no one listens to us it's just yeah. it's just like an echo chamber at this point or Jacob Reese Mog Rally. That would be the most amazing. Um, can, can you imagine that being the most amazing wind up where it's just like, oh yeah, no, we don't have any patrons. That's all just me. Yeah. Just... I, I just I downloaded it four hundred times. Eddie watched the Truman Show and was inspired. Yes. <laughs> oh dear, blogs. Yeah. Yes. Look at that topical pop references. <laughs> the Truman Show. <laughs> <laughs> the nineties called. Yeah, the Canines called and they wanted their uh, pop culture back. Well, they they did cable, guy, cable Guy adverts at the Super Bowl, so... They what? They had a Cable Guy advert at the Super Bowl. What, Jim Carrey Cable Guy? Yeah. Did they? Yeah, he's probably in. watching the BBC and get the adverts. I, that's why you go onto YouTube the morning after. But I'm quite happy not to watch the adverts. I just want to watch Osea Manura's massive uh, double ring hand. Double ring hand of doom. Yeah. You wouldn't want to get backhanded by that, would you? No, exactly. Not in the slightest. What do you call OC OC when he's wearing his championship rings? uh, Sir. Oh, I wonder where that was going then. (laughs) Tread carefully. Uh, Yes, we all say say that to watch the um, Super Bowls in progress. Yep, Super Bowls. Watching Snoop not care about not swearing on the Super Bowl half time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and apparently, apparently, there's a shock revelation that he might have been smoking something illicit beforehand. Yeah. It's like he's it's lost, he's lost the listener here, then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's just like you booked Snoop and you weren't expecting that. Do you know I'd who this man is? <laughs> the shocker would be if he'd gone stone sober, frankly. Exactly, that's what I mean. You had him and Dre in the same place at the same time. I mean. <sighs> Snoop Dogg, Ada. When are we going to get a hydraulic lift for some like Flames of War models? <laughs> yeah, that can be Darren's next objective. You can work Pimp on my Panzer. Yeah, just bouncing along in a in a shrimp <laughs> bargain. <laughs> would you actually spend your three points at that point? Would you? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, that would be one of those ones you look at again and go, "Oh, that looks really nice in the cabinet." <laughs> Glad I spent. I spent all that time painting the three-tone camo on those. Yep. Nice. I've actually got one. I, th- I gave it to Luke as an objective marker. 
It was one of the Panzer, um, what they call it, Panzer Hunter ones with the Panzerfaust and the Schwimmwagen and the box Oh, yes, 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 that's close to tab, yes. Yeah, so I did one of those up as an objective because I thought, I'm never using that again. <laughs> then go away. Oh, dear. Anyway. Um... Three points. <laughs> Three points. Honestly. Lucky's won. There's something wrong with the world. <laughs> uh, I can just go on the stage. Let's, let's move on to news from the front. <laughs> yeah, so who plays some games? I have. Sorry, but I'm, I'm currently stunned at the moment. Three points. <laughs> um, yeah, I played two games. Did anyone else play any? No, sadly. Um... No? No. Nice. Just me. Okay, so uh, I've played two games against Luke's uh, mid-war desert stuff that he's taking to Dak-Dak. So they're Dak-Dak warm-ups. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, we managed to play two games in two and a half hours because I wasn't very good. No. Uh, and I got my, yeah, I got my teeth kicked in. I was getting uh, 25-pounders uh, machine gunned to death. They were dug in and they were still dying. Well, that's impressive. Yeah. But it, it, I... I've kind of forgotten how many dice Stuarts throw out or Honeys throw out. Oh, yes. That's very damn fault. It's a lot. Well, it is a lot when you got um, the HQ, which was four of them. So they're spitting out, yeah, 20 dice each. Mm-hmm. Or 20 dice total, sorry. Yeah, not 20 dice each. 20 not dice. <laughs> not like <laughs> That'd be cheating. Did your friend cheat again? <laughs> no, no, no. No. So, but mind you, this, this is something we were talking about. So his army was a Stuart company. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I said, I think he's taking it to that. So you'll probably see it there. Yeah. There's a Stuart company, uh, and it was a Crusader company. And he did the thing where you can swap out one troop in each for a troop of grants. Mm-hmm. So two troops of grants, but they weren't grants in their own formation. They were part of the um, yeah. flakier formations, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, he had the HQs on both as big as they could be. Um, the grants, uh, sorry, the Crusaders had the. Three inch, is it three inch uh, close support? Yeah, how it says. Um, and then what else did he have? Some humbers, which didn't really do anything, and then a short rifle platoon. So he had no artillery. So that was his problem: was that to try and dig out, dug in twenty five pounders. It really. I'm didn't sorry, have he took a British army and didn't take twenty five pounders. Yeah, and we were talking about it, and I, I was trying to sell him on it, but he, he was, he was, yeah, he was too invested in the grants. Well, I, 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 so my my army is basically a grant formation backed up by a Stuart formation, and it still has twenty five pounders. Yeah, you know, why gets God's own gun? You have to. I know, I know. He was having <laughs> none of it, and he wouldn't even consider a Kitty Hawk because I said that's another uh, another option. So, but no, it, it was it's still quite scary because it's just so many tanks, and the Grants kind of are able to just then sort of toddle forwards. Yeah, and just black stuff, and they're quite scary because he had mm-hmm. them. He always used the mast. So there were six grants sort of all together just pounding whatever is in front of them. And yeah. um, the Semiventi's good, but the Semiventi's front armour of four is still not good enough to repel anything of note. No, not if I pull that magnitude. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I can't remember. I think I also made the mistake in the first game of defending. And I had the scenario with the strategic withdrawal. Right. Which was actually a real problem because my army's not got a lot of bizarrely being Italians doesn't have a lot of chaff in it so um, trying to remove units from turn two was actually problematic um, so I'm going to read 
rejig away um, my force around, I think. So my force was the Semiventis. Um, so I had 13 Semiventis split across three platoons. But isn't rearguard a mission that only comes up if you defend? Yes, I did defend. Yeah, that was my why, mistake. But I was about to say, why are you defending with a tank that a force that's got tanks in? But yes, okay. Be- because, because I've got a lot of 25 pounders as well and um, infantry and static stuff. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, okay. So I think if you're, like you say, because your force is a lot of high value stuff, you probably, yeah, you probably don't want to defend, even though I can see why defend. Because no. that rear guard mission, you, you definitely don't, yeah. Well, I just like, don't want reserves either, if possible. Yeah, well, unfortunately, you probably have to do that, but I'd probably go with, like, manoeuvre or something, where generally the, where the reserves are kinder. Yes. It was it was problematic all round. So trying to remove a platoon. Mm-hmm. And then I lost I lost both my... Um, so, yeah, it was... Sorry. Three troops of... Or three batteries of some of NTs. Um, five, four, four. The HQ um, 13... Uh, sorry, 1441. There was a platoon of paras... Uh, sorry, a troop... Yeah, platoon of paras. Um, two Lanciers in separate batteries, and then two batteries of 25-pounders. Hmm. And I think then it was an Observer as well, which wasn't very useful. The Observer in the AB-41 is really not that clever. It's suboptimal. It's really sub... Yeah, not not ideal. It's a shame you can't have a dismounted Observer. Just a, just an option to take a woman dismounting it. I, I, I mean, it's a point. I mean, I don't, I don't know why you... you yeah. I don't know why it's not an option. It should be, frankly. But it isn't. And it just, unfortunately, with that many Crusaders and Stuarts roaming around, like, where where do you hide it whilst it, you know, tries to do its job? It's a bit tricky. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, in the first game, I, I lost, I think, in three or four turns. So, yeah, I, I got 25 pounders like, killed by machine guns. And, That's um, unlucky. The Lanciers... Uh, both well, one of them blitzed, um, fired twice and missed, and then immediately got hammered by everything under the sun. Um, so that was yeah, it was just it was just a bit tricky. Um, also, the Paris struggled a bit with with that particular army because they're not really they they can't really attack. Um, you know, they can't really support much because there's so many machine guns around. So you end up digging them in around some kind of objective and just hoping they stick it out. Um, but they can't really threaten the tanks either because they haven't got anything yeah. that's you know um they're just keeping their head down and going going to ground which is fine but it, it you know it's just one of those things i'm not i'm not basing all my judgments off one game because i don't think every arm is going to be like luke's but it's just terrifying because everything's you know either a Stuart, a crusader or a grant generally and it's just hooning towards you you know what might work better against that kind of army one What's of that? those um, weapon platoons yep yeah, that might have been quite handy actually, with the um, twenty mil anti tank rifle and the forty seven. Yeah, the optional forty seven as well. Then you got yeah. So hmm. it was better in the second game because I I attacked, so I, I was at least I felt like I had everything you know, and he had objectives to defend as well, so he had to bear in mind that. But again, it's just I, I think in that army you're always going to. Con- you know, you're always going to bleed platoons. So you're always going to win 6-3 if you win. But the other thing is that you can kind of cover a frontage as well. So you don't really need to leave something guarding your um, objectives hmm. per se because you can kind of wander across and, and everything's covered. And, and if 
they kill enough stuff to get through, they've probably broken that company anyway. So I don't know. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a play around again. I think I can do it so I can get a parachute company uh in the formation as well as the um Simaventis. Oh, okay. So that would give me a bit more survivability. It would also give me some forty seven mils in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um which aren't great. They're not a great anti tank gun, but you know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I quite like those little forty sevens. Yes, but on a high end anti tank isn't there, but they because they got that maneuverability to them by like the eight inch move. Yep. That kind of thing. They're surprisingly versatile little guns. Yeah, and the the power is also um they can move as well. Hmm. Can you use a follow me order on a because they're not on a, they're not because an infantry team. Yes, you can. Yeah, you can. You can use all the move orders. Yeah, so they follow me on a two plus, so you can actually you can get them moving as well if you really want to. But at the moment, I've I've been tinkering, and the problem I've got is I'm nine points over, oh, which no. is quite a lot of points in mid war. But that's that's me just you know shoving stuff in a list. I just think that, that I need another company in there because the Semiventis broke on both occasions. Um, they're just they're just not survivable enough. Um, right. Like even against even against the AT7, they just they just evaporate, um, which is less than ideal. <laughs> yeah. Like you really don't you really don't want your only formation just yeah sucking it. It's only got four platoons in it as well, so it's pretty brittle. It wouldn't be so bad if the HQ had more than one tank. Um, yeah, it's also an M fourteen forty one, which only has a front armor of three, hmm. which is just it's just a bit weird that you can't swap it out and just pay. Well, to be fair, point. in reality, they were, they had that little, little Cara Commando thing as yeah, HQ, which, didn't they? which is what I've got because it's got forty seven mil in it, and yeah. I just um, I limit myself to front firing only. That's cool. I like that. You know, so it, uh, and I don't take any of the advantages, so I don't count the higher front armor or anything like that. Um, yeah, it's it's just it looks it looks right, and therefore it's the way to go. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a play around, but um, you know that did lead me on to having a look at forces, which has obviously changed. Well, it's got all their um, North Africa stuff on now, has it? Yeah, it has. And, but it, I found it a bit disorientating to start with because um, it's not laid out as North Africa. Oh, really? So, yeah, it's, it's still under the old uh, book titles. Oh, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, sure. Avanti, still, you still go in there and you, you look at that... Um, you look at that section and it's got all the stuff laid out in it, but it's got the heavy tank companies now inserted, for example, on the Italians and the wild card Semiventis are in there. Mm-hmm. But it did confuse me because the the, four, the P2640 heavy tanks and the Semiventi longs are obviously in the formation support now. I think the form of Semiventis, but they're not in the wild cards. Well, um, yeah, because they're, uh, they're formation units. They tr- they're treating the formation as just being a formation. There will be formation support, which is what makes it a pain in the butt as a tournament organizer trying to separate everything out. Try to break them down. Yeah, so okay, because that doesn't make it apparent as well at all that they weren't something that was. No, like, they seem to very deliberately not done that. I must admit. They... I suppose it goes back to their th- ethos of um, you know you have to if you want to play a historical game, you have to do the research. 
and that's fine. Which is but, fine, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm playing the historical game because that's what this is, yeah. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, but rather than I think, so what they've done is they've I guess they've done it a bit like the Games Workshop way of thinking about it of, you know, this is kind of whatever you want to do list and then if you want to play it in a different way you go and do some research it threw me and it did make me feel a bit odd because i was like well that just means you can there's no way of easily policing it's not even marked out you it's not even a different color or Mm -hmm. or something there that that tells you that this is a but then uh, then i did i forgot that they actually did away with the term midmore monsters as well didn't they yeah so they're not actually midmore monsters it's just something else oh so yeah, confuse the hell out of me. I've got to have a look around on the other bits now. It starts with ball and ends with um, another word. <laughs> frog, big, frog. Big, big fans only, right? Mm, not, no, not, not such. <laughs> this we get to Eastern Front. The Eastern Front ones are generally actual ones that ser- did do some service. So yeah. I'll, be, I'll be less angry apart from that weird cave. They're rare, thing. not. Yeah. You know. Never, never was. Yeah, yeah. That'll be interesting to see actually because they're. Presumably, these are all the paper ones are actually done now, right? So we're interested in the content for the um, Eastern Front compilations. Frank of Flack. That little Panzer, Panzer 1F, whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the, the Sturm Panzer 1. Yes, I love that little thing. <laughs> Baby Tiger. Baby Tiger, yeah. Baby Tiger. They looked at the Matilda 1 and went, hmm, there's, some good, there's something here, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. They find the see the, the nugget in the in their um, pile of poo that wasn't until the one, yes. <laughs> well, they just replicated it, but yeah, just it, I just found that a bit off-putting. It was a bit disorientating because it, it wasn't in the book. It wasn't laid out how I was expecting it to be, like all the other ones have been, which were obviously related to a book. Yeah. But when you go into the old one, then the old one was just supplemented with the new boxes and just. Which is actually in one way it's kind of nice. Cause it means if you have paid for this already. Effectively, you'll get an update for free, which is quite nice. Exactly, and I think that's that's you know that's quite a nice way to do it. Mm-hmm. Whichever way they do it, someone will be mad about something. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I was mad, but that's only because I was confused. They generally go together. Confused and angry. angry. Yeah, or hungry and angry. You know, bored and angry. Scottish and angry. Scottish and angry. Celtic, well, Celtic and angry, you could probably extend it to, couldn't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to have a play around with that before the weekend. I'm going to do what I did at Warfare. I'm not going to learn my lesson. I'm going to choose an army that I've never played with. Yeah. <laughs> make sure, make sure I've never tried anything out. And I didn't then, actually uh, allow for a wooden spoon um, in, in in the tournament. I'm going to just just in case you ask me to try a buck for. Yeah. <laughs> not, oh. you're not going for like the first pick of the drafts or anything here, you know. It's like. Yeah, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. Um, Seb's just replied, yes, the contents were as should be. So there you go. No, no surprise packages. It's Battlefront Los it. Italians. Shock horror. There you go. Yeah. And who doesn't? Yeah, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah, so. Who doesn't? Everyone's yeah. good Italian. Yeah, you, to compensate for me not knowing what on earth I'm doing, Lee, you need to compensate me by, by telling me exactly what other people are taking and therefore I can stand a fight in charge. Well, I, 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 must be, I, was, I was just... Um... Taking everyone on honour and not actually checking the list for this tournament. But... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My my list is definitely a hundred points, Lee. <laughs> this is where Forget it's what up. I just said. It's not a hundred nine. I promise. <laughs> Gentlemen's honour. 
Okay. Carney handshake. Um, so yeah, I, I'm gonna have a look at that. It's been quite nice going back to mid war. Making things uh, equal 100 points is actually quite tricky. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, like in the older, yeah. in the in the sort of late war books, you can generally find a unit that's like one or two points. Oh yeah. And like the cards are like one or two points. They're not like. One of them I think I found like is two points to give your, uh, like your. Oh no, it's the paratrooper guy. It was three points to give yourself tactics three plus. <laughs> and anyone within six and can see you tactics three plus. You're like <laughs> really so infantry. Good. Yeah, I'm gonna blitz with my infantry. Sure. It's just just a bit, you know, um, off kilter. But yeah, it was. It, I do find it quite interesting because they're not. It's not easy to actually get a. A nicely, you know, you're always sort of scrabbling around going, oh, I need to take that out. Oh, no, still four points over. Oh, no, what do I do there? Um, right. Panic. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, um, obviously, we haven't played anything. Uh, me and Eddie are going to play a game ahead of doing Dyson set. Um, the Dak Dak Go setup on Friday. Yeah, we are. See, I think that's more egregious than, than me bringing 109 points, to be honest. What's that? <laughs> that just definitely, definitely feels, definitely feels like like you, you're giving some pro tips there. <laughs> I don't really give any pro tips. I think this, I think oh, he'll be giving me pro tips on the world organizer. <laughs> well, this is how you lose. Watch this. Whatever I do, give you his pro tip. Just the pro tip. Just the pro tip. Oh dear. Right, so we move on to um ripmarmy.com. And this comes out of a question we asked our patrons for um an officer answers responses, but this actually was from Chris Jensen. It actually is really good for doing a ripmarmy.com section. So So not not you and Hugh's army. This is yeah. someone someone's not asking her in our opinion on what to put. They've got an idea and they want us to tell them if it's any good. And we're gonna exactly. mercilessly tear it apart, yeah. <sighs> Wow, I don't, I don't think I'm qualified for this in any way, shape, or form. But sure, <laughs> how about you? Anyway, it's so, the opposite of what you say, right? I mean, exactly. Has it got brim bars in it? Sadly not. So, goes, um, so goes. Hey guys, I'm going to start using an American bulge army. Oh, that's why I just got no brim bars, right? Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I just finished, and would like your thoughts on this list. It's an M18 tank destroyer company, 110 points. Oh, let me know. Okay. Yeah, we, I don't know why it's 110 rather than 100. There you go. Oh, American. Let me know if you have any tweaks I should make. I want a mobile unit that can also play some shoot and scoot behind cover. Here is the list. Thanks. Is, so it, H- is it just an M- M18 company? One company? At it's one points. formation with support. Wow. Okay. Hit okay. Me. So it's a HQ with two M20s. Yep. Um, three platoons of four M18 Hellcats. And then one veteran security section with the two M20s and one Jeep. Then support is six M7 Priest artillery. And he notes re-roll saves oh. with one Sherman OP. Nice. I think with re-roll misses, but obviously do re-roll saves on the repeat. Yeah. Um, two M26 Persian tanks, five M5 Stuarts, and one battle wary rifle platoon. Is there is there a kitchen sink in there somewhere as well? Well, they got some grand as a bazooka because it's an American rifle platoon, so it's probably got a sink as well. Jesus. <laughs> a Colonel Sink. <laughs> Colonel Sink, yeah. 
as opposed to Captain Clink. <laughs> um, that's a beefy boy. Yeah, I mean, it's got so. I mean, also the formation. You got your, you got five platoons in there, so that's a good start, right? Yeah. There's, there's no weakness. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd probably like to see another security section in there. In all honesty. Just to bulk out a bit, yeah. Just to bulk it out, because I think it's they're relatively cheap as well. And it does mean you can do that thing of exposing one to give you that bubble, but the other one can kind of loiter at the back and just be annoying. Can we, can we not expose ourselves in this one? It's, uh... Well, <laughs> you, can ha- you usually have to if you're going to get a, a, a shoot, uh, what do you call it, a um, spearhead. Or yeah. you have to expose the spearhead. Um, <laughs> but I think, I always think if you're going to take the, the tank destroyers, you probably want a couple yeah. of security sections. I can't remember any points they are. Let me get forces up again. Yeah, because those M18s, they haven't got much of wear armor, so as soon as they start taking incoming fire, they're going to start wielding fairly quickly. Well, have they got two? Is it two? Or is it yeah, four? Yeah, something like that. Two it's, or something, three. it's something negligible in, in in late war. Yeah. It will stop a bullet, and that's about it. I mean, to be fair, it's, it's very negligible in mid war, too. It's just, a, yeah. As well, you find out with Italians, but. <laughs> yeah, because this is the difference between the M10 and the M36, right? Yeah, the as M10's well, got the, five, yeah. Yeah. Which does make it a yeah, it's two front armor two. Oof, oof. Not right. It's not great. But yeah, the security sections are three points. So I think there must be a way to probably squeeze in three points worth of stuff. But uh, yeah, it's a solid formation. I don't think you want to go short on any of the tank destroyers because that's the reason you've got tank destroyers. Exactly. Yeah. I do think that I, I'm. The support's questionable, Mike. It's the bit that I struggle with, I think. Those two questions are a trap. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you don't want to. You don't want one. You want want a super Pershing if you're going to take a Pershing. We should only take as part of that formation. You can't have it as a separate Oh, they changed it now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think you could... How many points is two two Pershings? They're quite pricey, aren't they? Uh... Yeah, I can't guess went down the points. Oh, I'm looking. So two Pershings is 19 points. I I think I'd be tempted to go for a Sherman platoon. Five, I mean, yeah. five Shermans is 20 points, if I remember rightly, isn't it? Uh, the M4A1 ones, the basic ones. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Four, no, four of them is 20 points. Five okay. is 25. And then you can jumbo. One or maybe even two? Can you jumbo two? Or is it just no? One? It's just one. No, well, just one. Yeah, because got the Stuarts. And what the Stuarts? What are the Stuarts bringing to the party? But you no, know, the M18s aren't. There's the Stuarts, a light, but... nothing. So I'd be kind of drop the Stuarts, drop the M26s, putting a Sherman platoon. You might be, you might be factoring a reserve in somewhere here as well. So you have to allow for that. Uh, none of those units is a single drop reserve though. No, no, it might be too, maybe the, was, was the Persians and the Stuarts not enough for a two dice reserve? No, because the Stuarts are, again, not very many points. So the 19 for the Persians and the, the Stuarts, I think, are they two points each? It's something. Hmm. Uh, no, they're 13 points. Right. So, okay, that'd be 42. So 42 is. Is that 40%? Yeah, that okay, that, that's exactly 40%, I think. Mm-hmm. So there, there is an issue there. In terms of reserves, yeah. I mean, uh, but but we rifle platoon. That's a good. No, that's good. That's a, you know, it's like there's a solid little um, 
you need to put on the formation, you know, put on the objective. No problem with that. Oh, it's 44, actually. It's not, it doesn't work. It's 44 points, not 42. So that doesn't work either. Well, yeah, inefficient. Okay. Yes, um, that's a, a really inefficient way of doing a reserve. No, as in the, the way it's laid out at the moment, Pershings and Stewarts. Okay. There's 19 and 13, so that gives you 42. No, 32. 32, right, yeah, because yeah. it's not enough, yeah. It's nowhere near enough. Okay. So, yeah, I, th I, th I think you're right. I think the five, I think five, five Shermans, two long barrel, one jumbo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go easy eight, so that's because I never go easy eight. I don't know if that's... Oh, full easy eight, mate. Yeah, but, the, but they, they'll move differently then to the rest of the platoon. Do you want that? Well, they don't have to. That's what I mean. Is it, are you paying for points you're not going to use them? Feels like you're changing one truck for another. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Ooh, I don't know. What, I'm also I'm debating the I'm debating the priests as well. It's a lot of priests. I see, I see the logic, but I think if you go six, you, I remember St. Clair to have two two of, separate batteries of three. Of three, yeah. And maximise the chance to get a time on target. I was going to say then you take advantage of the time on target rule then. Yeah. At least you've got that in your locker rather than a, a six. The other thing is that six is all your eggs in one basket. If you fail to range in, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like proper sad <laughs> panda time. <laughs> yeah. We, we, oh, oh no. Ooh. The other question is what what are you putting in reserve? Uh, well, that's where you have the Shermans. Yeah, so let's say as written, his reserves don't really work out that well. I think that's something no. you have to look at. I think the other thing is worth considering is maybe dropping one unit of the uh, priests for the chemical mortars. Hey, we couldn't take them because you haven't got another mortar unit in your army. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, you, have really? to, you, have to have, you used to have to have a mortar box in one of your formations to have the... Um, um, yeah, you're right. So you have to be the infantry team. Oh, poo. See, I've always, yeah, so when I've always done M18s, I've always paired them up with another formation. Yeah, I think I think that I, I like them with the rifle company. Yeah, I, I went with the Chaffee. It's just kind of like the idea of lots of little light things, but yes. Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's brave. That's <laughs> a lot of front armor too, there, isn't it? <laughs> four, you get four in a Chaffee. Oh, sorry, four, four in a Chaffee. Good uh, lord! Uh, that's that's useful in late war, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, sure. I don't know, but if, yeah, if you go with Chaffees as well, I mean, the, the other thing they're bringing is direct fire seventy fives, which aren't aren't terrible either. Mm. Just another threat vector, isn't it? Yeah, because you want the. Oh, and the other thing actually, you want to try and squeeze in is probably um, some of those one or two of those cards that give you the high velocity ammo to tip those twelves to thirteens. Oh yeah. Because you've got nothing at the moment over 12, I think, if you take the Pershings out. Yeah. And I do. I, I wasn't sold on them originally, but two points to take a unit up to 80-13 does seem to make a difference. Yeah. Especially because they got units of four, so it makes it, you don't have a weird inefficiency with a unit of five you get. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, it just gives them, I think it also counteracts the fact that you can then be at range. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. you're no longer essentially dropping that point of armour penetration for being at long range yeah so I, I quite like that i think so yeah i think that the the formation in, in and of itself is fine if you want to stick with just one formation which is brave because that formation is brittle 
brittle, yeah. Even if you put the, the second security section in there, I mean, it's got bulk, but unfortunately, all the bulk is fair, is glass cannons. You know, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, exactly. Glasses um, are cannons. <laughs> yeah, what would you get in the, the chaffies then? You just would you just take as many chaffies as you could for? I would. I would drop. I'd have one less unit of Hellcats, and um, really. Keep, yeah, because but the Hellcats will be in a support role rather than being the whole force. So it, the cash, it, hopefully the casualties won't mount up so quickly. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to remember exactly what I had in the Chaffee list, but I seem to recall it was um, I had HQ, two units of Chaffees, Armour Mortars, um, and then the Chaffee, uh, then the Hell, Hellcat oh. formation, and then some. Do they have the Armour Mortars in them in the Chaffee platoon? Was it was it Scots? Either way, there was something. There was something there for Scots. the. Um... There's definitely Scots in there. I want. I, I want to say they had the armor mortars as well, but maybe not. Well, I was going to say if you got the priests and combine them with some Scots or even some armor mortars again, it's two, two um, artillery units. Then that are yeah, pretty good. Yeah, if I had any priests at all, there'd be three of them. So yeah, six priests. I've never seen six priests like that. I mean, it is quite scary, but. <laughs> I, I can see his, I can see, see, see his logic with it I'm just not convinced by that logic I must admit well the problem is that it weapons if you run up against an all-tank company yeah because the priest could be fairly negligible at that point I, th- I don't think it, I don't think it cuts the mustard does it yeah I mean obviously we, we have to consider it might be some like local uh, meta mo- local meta where have to, he's worrying about um Pack fronts, or maybe something like. That. Maybe if you're doing pack fronts, you want multiple. Bar- you don't want a single six gun, would you? you want no. Yeah, absolutely. So for uh, two of those. See, I always liked the idea of pouring them up with rifles or uh, tank destroyers with rifles or armored rifles. Yeah. Because they give you that um, kind of, like you said, the steadfast bulk uh, that the um, Hellcats are kind of missing. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing that you've got is that if you've got two formation commanders, you probably don't need the observer at that point. No. Because you've got two guys that can spot. And I think, can't the, can the M20 spot from Yeah, memory? M20's observer from them, right? So can spot, yeah. yeah. So actually the, the, the Sherman is entirely... Platoon. The rifle platoon can. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so I, I would definitely look at and also, I would because I'm just looking at that now. So the tank destroyer company that we've laid out with the formation HQ, the full platoons of M18s, two veteran M20 sections, and one lot of the AR, um, the armor-piercing high-velocity ammo mm-hmm. comes to uh, 58 points. So you got what's that? 50 uh, odd points to play with to get a second formation in. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely definitely doable. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't I don't don't think you need the Persians at all. Just wouldn't bother, wouldn't worry about them. I mean, Persians look cool. I mean, certainly, obviously, it always has to be a coolness factor to a force. But yeah, it's. Uh... I would I would rate this army. I would rate this as a sort of two and a half out of five. I think it's middle of the road. So it's two and a half coxes out there. Out two and a half coxes. Yeah. Two and a half grey Ferdinands. Yeah, two and a half, it's, you never go full coxer because that just makes your opponent cry. It's like, it's like, it's like macing them with uh, pure capsicum. Um, 
and not in their eyes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Have you have you seen that skier this week that uh, hit his uh, on the um, on the gate in the giant slalom? No. Yes. Oh, I send it to you, Eddie. That that's the equivalent of Cox uh, uh, taking you to school. It's the noise the guy makes. Is just oh, sure. Do you get the same scream. <laughs> yeah, they just the scream. Oh, oh, scream. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the higher. Yeah, I think this is. If if this is this to me is um, a proper army that if you turn up on a like a casual club night, no one's going to punch you in the face for taking. Yeah, you probably have fun with it. You'll yeah. probably very quickly realise you need a bit more on the formation break, but you'll have fun with it. It's not, you know, it's by no means a bad force. It's just got to no, no, no. be better optimised. That, that, that's what I mean. Is that, is that a kind of? It's not all smash mouth. It's quite nice, and it, and it's got some cool stuff actually in there that you you'll never see before. Mm-hmm. Like you won't you won't. I don't think you'll see six gun batteries of priests very often. No. Um. So that is cool, but it's definitely. I mean, the fact that you're high, if you take the Pershings out of the equation, what's the highest front armour? Is the Stuarts. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not ideal for late war. <laughs> Let's It'd be, be honest. A really good early war, this. But, uh... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you've got one rifle platoon in there. I think I think going for a rifle platoon, or actually an ARP might even be better. God, can you imagine it with an ARP platoon with all those bazookas as well? Keeping yeah. your arm's length of the Hellcats as they just you've got the option of not taking the half tracks that brings the cost down quite by about five points doesn't it it makes it exactly yeah that that's i forgot about that yeah in the battle where um armored AMP, rifles yep. from the bulge i forgot you can take it how much are they so without the half tracks a full blob is 11 points that's pretty dirty isn't it because hmm. i mean the battle weary rifle team is what nine points I'm right, yeah so. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. Uh, six is six. It's thirteen points. A big pun for the full blob. Okay. Wow. Yeah, but that's six garrons, five bazookas, two LMGs, and a mortar. It's hard to turn down, right? It's <laughs> a lot of little firepower in its own right. It's a... Well, you get two of them. Because mm-hmm. the the other thing is, you let you take the armored support. So you can take the Scots and the 81 mil mortars with it still, even if yeah. you don't take the... Yeah, that's the way to go. That's definitely the way to go, because that, I think that, that gives you your defensive perimeter if you want to, to actually keep stuff at arm's length while the t- tank destroyers can actually do their thing at range. Yeah. Um, they're fairly self-sufficient, and if you have to go on the attack, you've got enough artillery to pin stuff, you've got all kinds of bobbins. I mean, even those screaming towards you, that's a lot of stuff still, isn't it? What's that, mm-hmm. 13, 14 stands? Absolutely, yeah. I don't like that. No, not a fan. Mm. <laughs> there you go. There we go. So, yeah, it... two, and a, two and a half coxes, what do you reckon, me? Yeah, I'd probably go for two. I think I think it's got a few things that are a bit of a trap in there, like the Persians, but like I say, perfectly fine for a normal pickup game. If you want to go to tournament, you probably probably do a little bit more optimization in the reserves and the like. The it's something, yeah. The reserves, the reserves, are the issue from from what I can see. Um, yeah, but then also it's one of those lists where I think where if you played with it enough, you could get pretty good with it. You know, but you'll, then you would hit the limit of being like, actually, I need something with a bit more punch. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Do. Right. Uh, so thanks for that, Chris. On to enough answers. No. Oh. RTFM. Uh, RTFM, yes. Yeah. Got, 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 um... oh, I forgot the name of it now. <laughs> Read the flipping manual. Yes. That is, yeah. because I'm going to that thing that you hate. ETC. Oh, God. We need to start actually reading the Just drop it in. It's in the jerseys. Just dropping it in every opportunity. That time where I didn't... That time I got invited but didn't go to the ETC. Do you remember that? Do you know the venue's changed? I know that the venue they had booked is going to be demolished. Correct, yeah. Not just isn't available. It's going to be detonated. Yeah, so this isn't King Queen double booking the weekend. Right. This is like the King Queen being demolished, which it really should be. You're saying to do with that, <laughs> Duncan? He, yeah, he bought, bought a demolition firm. <laughs> the ultimate, ultimate. Oh my god, that'd be the ultimate prank. I arranged yes. to have your the venue demolished. <laughs> they put one of us in the morgue. We, we put the building in the morgue. <laughs> 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 they steal our podcast and we destroy their venue. Exactly. Um, so, RTFM, and, and this has come about from the last couple of games where I've been playing people where they've stated something and I've gone, no, it isn't, and then read the rule book and both of us have been wrong. Um, <laughs> have, you, you know, have, you not, have you not learned that if you state things enough with enough conviction, that's that's all you need to do? No, totally. But this is so. This is one that we've had come up, and then and so the idea of this, and we'll take you know requests as well under officers or answers. Um, I'm picking a bit from a games that we've played from the rule book that I you know took. You're going to teach me how to play the rules. Bits of the rules. So it's not going to be like a whole playthrough. Oh, see, I need all the rules, Eddie. I got the... This is bit by bit. So this one, this one, this week on read the manual. Flipping, yeah. Flipping. Is moving through teams. Okay. In, in so, the manual, is this under the for cucking um, infantry movement section? This is under movement. So under movement, right, okay. moving through teams. Okay. So hear me out. We're going we'll to read the rule book and then we'll okay. So tank, okay. infantry, and gun teams cannot move at dash speed within eight inches or 20 centimeters of any enemy tank, infantry, or gun team. Yep. Okay. Fairly, fairly standard that one. Infantry or gun teams cannot move with move within two inches, five centimeters, of any visible enemy tank, infantry, or gun team in the movement step. Notice visible. So if yeah. you're in a building which has a wall, and you cannot be seen through that wall without any windows, you can move within two inches. Fair situation, but okay. No, it's happened before in buildings where people put one one guy in a oh, building man. and gone. Now he's now blocking that street. Yes, I, I must. I, I see that done, but each time I've seen it done, there's always been like a townhouse with plenty of windows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Tank teams cannot move within two inches of any visible enemy infantry or gun team in the movement step. But okay, right. Yep. And, Tank and gun teams cannot move through other tank or gun teams under any circumstances. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, I, I see some exclusions in that. Okay, so what do you see? So tanks can move through your infantry teams. Mm, infantry. No. Other way around. 
So the infantry, yes. infantry can move through infantry, which is something infantry we discussed previously. Yeah. What, do, well, do people think they couldn't then? I, so, I certainly friend, thought so for a while, yes. Oh, okay. it, it comes down to friendly teams. So from that wording there, there's nothing... Hold on, stupid. rather than us guess, yeah, you, go, go, go on, make, state well, your case. State my case. So in this yeah. book, uh, from, the, from the rule book, as read, there's nothing stopping an infantry or gun team moving through another infantry or gun team. Correct. Or okay. tank team, sorry. So there's nothing stopping things from moving through infantry apart from in lessons from the front. Oh, hold on, but, but this this obviously precludes you putting things on top of things, right? You no. can't ever finish your move less, on It doesn't say that in the rule book. Right. In lessons from the front. Under the question, can a team move through a friendly team? The answer is no. The moving through gaps rule applies. If the gap isn't big enough, then you can't move through it. Remember, infantry ignore their base when using this rule, so can move through pretty small gaps, and tank teams can easily move through them. So the moving through gaps rule, a team can move through any gap it will fit through, ignoring its base if it has one. If the gap is too small to pass through, the team will have to move around the surrounding terrain. And then... To answer your question there, the second question in, in, in lessons is, can my models end their movement on top of other models? The answer is no. Okay. So the only time you can move through infantry as long as there is a small corner of the base that enough for an infantry man to stand on to get out of the way of the tank. So the only time you couldn't do it is if the the base was the entire width of an alleyway and there was a tank going down that was the entire width of the alleyway as well. There wasn't enough uh, room. Okay. So yes, the answer is no, you can't do it, but you can. So yes, you can move through friendly teams, apart from very circumstances where there's not enough room on their base for them to squeeze out of the way. I think I'm more confused than I was. Like I know. I thought ago. I really did one until I opened up lessons from the yeah. front to be, to be doubly sure. And then it all got confusing just, again. I can see through time now. Uh, okay, so infantry that makes in, infantry teams quite flexible. So, yeah. Okay, but gun team. How? So how does a gun team play? Does a gun team have to you worry about miss, the width of its base? No, because there's a statement there which says gun oh, teams God. you cannot move through. But you, gun teams can move through infantry. Correct. But do they worry about the width of their base for anything? Because you just said infantry don't worry about the like. What does it's it say? Only, for it's only um. Well, actually, now technically you're, you're true. <laughs> a team can move through any gap it will fit through, ignoring its base if it has one. So you're, you're yeah, pack so. 40. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Does that include the limber being spread open or not? I think yes. that's, it's going to be our feel for that one. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're wheelie, wheelie 88s. Mm -hmm. A wheeled 88 with the side up can fit through a smaller gap than a deployed 88. Oh, gaming for advantage. All of my 88s are going to be on trails. They're going to be, they're with going the be, arms up, yes. With the arms up, they're going to be slaloming down uh, through the streets. That does change a lot of the movement, though. Yeah, so movement. Hmm. you can move through friendly infantry teams, provided you don't squash the whole base as you drive over it. 
at once. So you just can't, yeah. Does it say they have to be stationary or can they move as well? It doesn't say anything about stationary or not stationary. Wow, okay. You know. Wow. So that is RTFM. Yeah. Yeah, quite mind blowing, blowing, isn't it? You just uh, sit there and go, no, you can't move for your own infantry. Oh, oh, wait, you can. Yeah, well, that's a bit different. The, like the, I say, we, no, I must admit, I always thought you couldn't move your own infantry. Then it came up recently when we were playing Mike and Nathan that it was actually, yeah. you no, know, yeah, you can move for it. But yeah, I didn't realize then the, the other implication, which is that the, the base doesn't count for things moving past your infantry and it's not the infantry moving, or the guns well, now, which is another thing. See, that's the problem because in the rule book, it says a team can move through any gap it will fit through, ignoring its base if it has one, right? Yeah. It says team. In Lessons from the Front, it says, remember, infantry ignore their base when using this rule. Not gun. But then again, the rule states team, the reference, the Lessons from the Front clarification is so just highlighting. Maybe it's yeah, just Yeah, well, I think the rule book takes... Yeah, it, it does, pre- yeah, it takes precedence over that. Does it? Yeah. I'll, I'll say but that that makes my um, little forty seven mil Italian guns even better. Yeah, it does. For squeezing, for squeezing down tiny alleyways on the board that you've made. So you should make when you're playing against because if you uh, right, you can move through gaps, but you can't end your mo- movement on top of other models. That's right. So you can squeeze down the alleyway. So if you had a village with all your buildings. <laughs> With alleyways just wide enough for your guns, you can run down the alleyway where the tank can't follow you, turn round, shoot it down the alleyway, and when it drives around the other side, you just run to the other side of the building. Yep. <laughs> that sounds like the right thing to do. All as intended. Definitely sounds how they use them. Yep. Yep. That's, that's good. It's important for the ETC. Oh my God. Have you waited till we take it for that yet? Oh, no idea. Go to go find out which country it's going to be in first. <laughs> um, so, that was RTFM. Should we go into the officer answers? Yeah, let us know what you think about that as a, as a section. We'll um, I, in the future. Well, you know. I disapprove strongly. Our listeners a chance to let us know if they think it was good. Well, I, I enjoyed it. Hopefully they did as well. Okay, that's fine. See, you I, I consider reading the rules cheating. Yeah, knowing the rules is cheating. It's 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 possessing more information than your opponent, therefore (laughs) putting you at an advantage, an unfair advantage. (laughs) So uh, these are patron-supplied questions for an officer answers. Mr. Taylor asks, what elements make for a good North Africa board? I noticed in the DAC book that Battlefront had a lot of rocky, hilly, close terrain. While it looks good in a picture, would it make for a good board? What's your favourite piece of North Africa terrain? Escarpments. Like escarpments. Oh, a nice ridge line with the mm-hmm. uh, flat mine, mine is soft sand. <laughs> no, no, be fair, I agree with you. There's a lot you can do with desert for doing flat terrain, like yep. um, soft sand, rocky ground. Affects movement, doesn't affect line of sight, and vice exactly versa. Right. Mm. Like the, the lines of palm trees and to the old um, strips of them rather than Blobs, oh, yeah, especially near bit, like, near um, villages where they put them for shade and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So yeah, I, I think when it comes to an Africa table, you've got to have a sense of space. Because obviously, a big thing about fighting in Africa was you know very long well, sight lines. Bit of Africa. 
because it's very, very different from... Well, true, yes. Yeah. So it's different to... Egypt is different to Libya. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's fair. So, yeah, fighting in the, sort of the Egypt slash Libyan frontier should be fairly flat tables with um, lots of, like, the soft ground breaking up, up kind of thing, but also the occasional low hill just to give some, like, concealment slash cover kind of thing. But also then you have your escarpments in that kind of thing to add some extra break and cover. The occasional like little village with a train track or telegraph line going through. But as you get to Niz, you get to all the um, hillier terrain. And you can have some big craggy hills on the fight over and have the tanks sort of trying. Churchill's going, um, going, oh, I can go up here, I'm not a tank. <laughs> I know how this works. Yeah, clunk. <laughs> Oasis is always pretty cool. Put a little Oasis on. Yeah. Nice Shadoofs. Yeah, you've only got to wait till midnight, though. That's a problem. You, you got to have a shadoof. <laughs> you got to have your oasis. <laughs> What's a shadoof? It's the um, the little crane thing for taking water out of a well. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Oh, so a little um, little cities, a little um, like tombs to saints, which is like little like block structures with dome, like adobe domes on there. Was quite fun. I, th- I think the other thing about the. Um, the escarpments you've got, just thinking about hills, is they're not too steep. And you've got little, um, you've got ones that are impassable apart from the tracks, which I really like. Yeah, so what generally, yeah, generally what I do them, I do a cliff face on one side, which is either impassable or difficult terrain, depending on how you and your opponents agree. Yep. Hmm. And then the other side, the other side is a smooth slope. And then I have a few that are like longer, but have, like you say, little like um, paths built into the cliff face to make them a bit more interesting. Yeah, I, I just like the idea that they have these set paths through the, you know, the the sort of rocky ground. Yeah. But they know it relatively straightforward to get through, and then everything else is impassable, so you mm-hmm. you can plan around it. But um, yeah, I think I think I've, from memory, I think Tunisia is much more rocky, so little rocky patches, yeah, like yeah. that rather than soft sand. Um, so you got you know, I think we we've had that before, haven't you, Lee? Where you got the rocky stuff that's hard cover. Yes, I see. I have little, like, like little rocky ground markers, which are like um, difficult terrain, and we play it bulletproof cover to stationary That's infantry. It. Yeah, some of that soft sand. I've been in some in Morocco, and it is literally like moon dust. It's very it's, fine, isn't it? It's unbelievable. Um, which is fine until you, you know, put your bag down and half of it sinks in. <laughs> <laughs> Another good one is doing um, wrecks, tank wrecks as well, especially oh, yes. where. They, they're going backwards and forwards over the same old ground. There's like, you know, destroyed tanks oh. still lit in the air from the earlier battles. Oh, mate, that'd be cool. I'll get a, um, oh, now I want to buy a load of the PSC trucks and have a strafed column. Yep. Yep. Well, yeah, P- P- um, like Vesta, Vesta to like Matildas and having those sort of burnt out Matilda. Yes. Things. Or um, all, the, all the Vesta um, Panzer twos. <laughs> well, yeah, well, no, you, Matildas, because at least, you know, they're not in any lists, are they, Mike? No, no lists. <laughs> Burn those Matildas. Oh, oh stuck that one in there, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they, what are they good for? Terrain. Terrain. <laughs> That's all Matildas there for, Mike, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, Peter Theron asks, why, oh, why must we wait until May to get the bold German book? Because I get, well, I want to get my little T seventy twos before that. So then, 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 yeah. Because right. we're not no, no, we say it's the Flames of War, Team Yankee, Fate of a Nation, Nam, and Great War. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in case your Team Yankee gets a turn, 
He's not the ginger-haired stepchild of the, of the, of the range. <laughs> Look at you, Great War. Um... <laughs> oh, poor, oh great poor Great War. Poor Great War. I, I'm not going to come to eat the table, but you know, it's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so I'm looking forward to that one, though. That's going to be good. Lots what of Great War. Yeah. Yeah, great. Yag Panthers and Great War. Um, no, Yag Panthers, King Tigers, Yag Tiger. Oh, oh. Yag Tigers, yeah. Tiger, hopefully it's, tiger, hopefully tiger. It's be worth the wait. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. I don't care if it's worth the wait. I think it's just going to be fun. Where's the Brumbars? It's your Brumbars in the bin if they fall apart. Oh, yeah, they will. I warned you. I warned you when you bought them. I so know. I looked at the model and I looked at that shirt set and I went, nope. Yeah, every time I look at them, the shirt set falls off. <laughs> and sometimes you only look at them because the shirts has already fallen off. Exactly. No, no, no. <laughs> He does that clown car thing then of, of you stick one side back on and the other side leaps off. <laughs> yeah. as, as Bobo the clown tumbles out of it. Uh, <laughs> Roy Hood says a couple of questions. Number one, sell me on the chaffy. If you have to explain why chaffies are cool, you just don't. Yeah, they're cool. They're, they're a 75 millimeter gun platform that's incredibly fast. Just don't get shot. It's a Sherman after a diet. Speed yeah. and veterancy should be our armour. Yeah, it's yeah. like the, um, what are they called? The um, battle cruisers. Speed will be our armour. Oh, so God, no. Armour. Armour. Armour needs to be our armour. <laughs> no, no. Speed speed and veterancy will be our armour. Oh, cool. So you're going to sneak up with a really big gun on a lightweight chassis. No. Why yeah. do I need a big gun for? I've got a 75 yeah. mil. It's worked so far. Yeah. Yesterday's technology tomorrow. Um, they do look cool, though. I like them. I think they're a cheap second formation as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's, that's the, pretty good. I've only got the starter set worth. I might pick up a couple of boxes or another couple of starter sets. Oh, no, what you, you need is more models. Yeah. yeah, what I need is more models. Uh, question two. I struggle to make fun. the US ARP armored rifle platoon effective, especially in mid-war, where if they can't go anywhere, they struggle to dig in, and for a big unit, don't actually have that many stands that can assault. What? He struggles to make the US Armoured Rifle Platoons effective, especially in mid-war, where if they can't go anywhere, so if they need to sit and hold an objective, they struggle to dig in, and as they're a yeah. big unit, but they don't have many st- many um, stands that can actually assault. The bazooka, the, bazooka, the bazooka can assault. Not great, but they can assault. Admittedly, yeah. the machine guns and mortars can't. But, but why do you need to assault? You just hose everything down with 50 cal fire. Yeah. <laughs> all the oh, no, genuinely all the dice the amount of times I've had someone just walk up to and go nah <laughs> nah 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 we're just going to shoot you I mean I think the in mid-war they better be good in mid-war because that's that's one of the lists I've got together I want to be <laughs> I'd be very upset if they're not um, well, that's what you're playing against um, does it I think I'd say, so I'd say they're better in mid-war because you know, oh, yeah. there's not many mid-war infantry lists that have that many tanks I was going to say, you're, you're bringing your little Panzer three along, are you? Oh, that's cute. Meet my 15 bazookas. I mean, the other thing is, if they're on the board, why aren't they already dug in? Yeah, don't don't dig in with them. Attack. Attack. Always attack. Yeah. Run forward. Because they've got everything. Both. They've got all the tools. In that formation, they've got literally everything. Especially got... those half-tracks. Uh, yeah, you've got the armoured mortars, the, the assault guns. You got machine guns in there. You can just take so many half tracks, and you can take the cutest little anti tank gun in the world, the thirty-seven. I've got some of those. Yep. 
but they can also take half tracks as toes, which makes them incredibly versatile because they've all got 50 cows on them. Yep. For some reason, yeah, the transport platoon just goes, yeah, you want a 50 cow, don't you? Yeah, I do. Nine points. Come on, then. <laughs> yeah, I like I like them. I, I I really like them. I'm not sure I like the green ones at D Day so much. Yeah, because I think they get a bit explodey then. Once the once the theory comes in, there's not a lot left once the smoke clears. No, and they're not that much cheaper. I don't think. No, considering it's late war. Hmm. I like them. I want them. Jeff says or asks for the historical minded list builder would you prefer in bigger games 100 points plus so this is these bigger games that are 100 points yep. plus and larger than a standard six by four table would you prefer to double up light tank formations so you would have two companies slash squadrons or light tanks or sprinkle in more medium slash heavy tank options within the formation of force yes this isn't about overwhelming a tournament opponent with lots of at five or seven and front firepower four or five Think of our friendly barn games. I, I would definitely only increase the um, points value to do higher end tanks. Mm. Yeah. To be honest. I think we've, we've done it, haven't we, Lee? We played, what is it, a 150, 200 point game with Panthers? In yes, we did that. And we were going to do something similar with um, the Team Yankee as well. It's quite getting back to the idea of doing like the... We're only going to do nineties tanks and you know, yeah. have, all the, have all the cool modern stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. What, what, uh, or as I like to call it, the Dutch stuff is just the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do we get? Nothing. Oh. Yeah. I. To be honest, larger boards with the same points just makes it swings the, the efficiency scale you know so you you, you know your, your your elite german stuff with massive range actually has a point because mm-hmm. there's a longer period where you can outrange things and then your speed stuff actually has a point because it needs to use the speed yeah and slower stuff starts to you know yeah and just jamming it up with more toys doesn't really all you're no, doing don't. is making don't do that. you know using the bigger boards with yeah. more points you're just playing the same game but two two lists at once whereas exactly if it- Less is always double, more. Yeah, double the board size. Don't double the army size. You know, maybe go up by, you know, a, a half, you know, a half basically. So you, know, if you pay 150 points on a board that's double the size of a board you pay 100 points on. So you still yeah. have that space, get some use, effectively. And then you can have your standard army formation that you normally take and take a recce company. And the recce, you know, if you paint does the same, you could actually have some interesting maneuvering fights mm-hmm. I think yeah I think I think the problem is if yeah, I can't think of anything worse actually I'm just thinking of some of the club games we I, I see where someone goes should we just use everything we've got and you're like no please don't do that please please just that because it then just becomes wall-to-wall stuff mm-hmm. and we're trying to get away from wall-to-wall stuff so yeah if you um, I think I think the other thing is if you open up the board like that, you can, it also means things like transport platoons become a thing again. Yeah. So you get to use your trucks and yep. motorbikes and stuff if you want to because you've got that extended amount that you can move. And they if you put a river value. down the middle, you can even use your shrimp bargains. <sighs> never, never, never use shrimp bargains ever. <laughs> ever. In fact, I find the I find the Kubo argon more egregious. 
just because it's just like it's just a jeep, man. It's just a jeep. He's not even amphibious. It's not just... even amphibious. He's got no other rules. It's just a jeep. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think he does give you that option. The other thing it means is that toes for guns become important. Yes. Yeah. And stuff like that. So, and repositioning guns. So you actually having to move them and, and do something with them, whereas normally you're like, oh, I'll just set them up here and never have to think about it again. Yeah. Um. You know, suddenly you're thinking, oh, my 25 pounders are suddenly, oh, they're they're not in range. Oh my god, what do I do? It takes a lot for 25 pound not to be in range. Was it 88? Their range. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I think it's 88 to 88. Yeah. Yeah. Carl, stop, person. <laughs> Pardon. <laughs> It's Carl, it's Carl Alterman who's actually changed his name. Oh, that's glorious. <laughs> oh, oh you, you win. You win five <laughs> internet points. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, oh, yeah, it's familiar. Oh, yeah, it's the joke. Why does the TOG 2, the longest of tanks, not simply eat the other tanks? If a pack of them <laughs> wandered into my shopping cart and onto my yep. painting table, how do I use such a slow glass cannon effectively? Well, you put it in a sock, and then you batter someone with it and steal their lunch money. I could tell you a tog joke, but it's a bit long. What's the joke? It's a bit long. I know it is, but what's the joke? <laughs> Don't think you've made this apparent. Uh, what was the question? Why doesn't it just eat the other tanks? It should do, really, shouldn't it? Like in the in the you know in the predatory hierarchy. Like the caterpillar. <laughs> yeah, just. <laughs> Just comes along and goes, no, I'm bigger than you. Get in my belly. Well, I'm any, you. I, I think the Tog 2 can go hold down on any hill. Tog 2. Like, it becomes how? a hill. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, how does it become hold down? Because it just has to touch the hill and then it can still see over it. <sighs> I think you're pushing it now. I, I mean, it's high, but God. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking like, like, like escarpments. On the escarpments, where you're just like, this is impassable, you can still go hold down because you just trundle your track up to it, and the second you touch it, you're in on the hill, and you but you can still see over it. I don't know how you make the tug too like useful because it, it it's it's got a seventeen pounder, right? Mm-hmm. But it's got no, it's got like front armor five, hasn't it? Front armor yeah, five? which isn't horrible, but yes, it's not. Well, it's not horrible, but horror, it's it, mid Don't forget. Yeah, but it's also combined with the fact it's quite expensive because it has got a seventeen pounder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if it takes I, out a tiger, yeah, I think he, you're just using these uh, on the back on the back line. Use use your range, which admittedly isn't great. But um, <laughs> what's their range? These things? 28, I think. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just well, slowly advance using your shoot and scoot each turn to like because it, it's, it's that's probably still quicker than actually moving a tog. Uh, <laughs> that, that sounds like a great deal of fun. That sounds like all of the fun, all of the fun into my veins all at once. Mm-hmm. You just know there's someone somewhere who's going to be doing the silly measure from the front and move it to the back of the model. Oh it. god! And then Tom yeah. to go like, I've, I've only shoot and scoot, scoot, I shoot and scooted. Sorry, I've blitz moved. I've blitz moved four inches. Oh right, really? Why are you in my deployment zone already? It's turn one. Yeah, <laughs> just flipped it over. Look at it. It's just, oh god. <laughs> Yeah, I think you just use it. I think Lee's like, right, you essentially use it like a M10. You put it down a street, and then because your opponent can't move over, you the just model, block it. It's like the evergreen, but of a tank, yeah. It's so. a blocking force. A pl- it, it is the 90th Light Division. 
by itself. <laughs> uh, Joel Sherwood, who asked this for the last episode but missed the cutoff, um, recently shredded my opponent's M60A1 force with anti-tank guided missiles from my BMP2 motor rifle battalion. Yep. Are BMPs the most underappreciated unit unit for Soviet or PAC players, or are <laughs> M60s just that bad? Yes. Yes to both. Yes. Both. I mean, it's also BMPs underappreciated. For quite a while, BMP hordes were like the meta in special states. Yeah. Hello. Anyone ever had. Yeah, yeah I've, got, I mean, I've got 40 of them, I think. I mean, what really did for the BMP was the increasing number of like um, high-powered autocannons that NATO got to deal with it. But um, Yeah, yeah. As, as they exploded all over the shop. Yeah, I think certainly if the M60s aren't being supported by smoke and the like to land the clothes up and just absolutely um, hammer the BMPs at short range where they're 105s on stabilizers with all the work for them. It's, uh, yeah, it's not going to be a fun match for them. They're a bit of a flat track bully boy though, aren't they? So they'll 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 boss stuff around if you let them. Oh yeah, yeah. But the, the, yeah, that's do the they have? Word. Do they at least have the must remain within four transport platoon rules now? Uh, no, they no. don't. No. Oh, yeah, they're no. not a transport platoon. Yeah. So uh-huh. one of the things I thought with version two they'd do is bring in the fate of the nation thing where you have to be in. But yep. I did actually think that I because in favour nation BMPs don't get that because they're I you know, the infantry fighting vehicles are meant to be yeah they're like mini tanks yeah so it still wouldn't help the BMP but um <laughs> so they, the they are, they, things yeah they are I mean they are hard because obviously you get such eight tank twenty one firepower on the missiles it's quite I short range though isn't it yeah, it's it's not like a thirty it's still like a thirty inch range or so oh gosh I need to play more. I had to get my the, the BMP is is horrid, but you have to. It's horrid if you have the wrong thing facing it. Yeah. If you have the right thing facing it, it just dies in droves. Yeah, I remember your your Dutch up. your Dutch messed up my platoon. Yeah, yeah. The 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 but that's because they got the I can't think what it's called now off the top of my head. The one with the twenty mil cannon on the yeah. little M one one three. Um, which is just yeah, just, and just everything was on fire. Well, and also they got you know oh no we've got an obsolete dragon missile launcher, yeah, it's still good enough for killing a BMP. Definitely, yeah. So right. yeah, but also M60s are that bad. Uh, having played them with my Iranians, um, I can guarantee yes they they are. They just yeah. Apart from fate of the nation, when they're a wonder tank, they're still bad. Just, yeah, they're bad for a different reason. They're bad because they're overpriced in that game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Scoot and Shooterson, which is Scott, Ad- Ad- Scott Atkinson's new name. Okay, so um, we're talking about M18s earlier. So, what skill are M18s? Four. Oh, uh, no, they're, they're veterans. What? Sorry. They're veterans. What are you on about? They're threes. I was making a joke about Scott Atkinson's name. What? It's not a shooting scoot already. You've got one more question. Oh, sorry, you're saying shooting scoot. Sorry, you're yeah, scoot and shooter son. Oh god, Vincent. Oh god, I mean, it's getting that time of night when it's like. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to be more overt about your jokes. You need to send up some kind of signal or flare. It's ten thirty. I was waving my arms frantically, but it doesn't work for an audio medium. Um, <laughs> Scott asks, "Who among you, who among you three, is the better player?" That's like, um, good lord, Scott Duncan. 
Oh, thanks. I was going to actually say that's like saying, you know, who's the, the least sexy Spice Girl, but no, go for it, Lee. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah, have at it, why don't you? I think I... <laughs> I'll tell you what, I just part cheek where you plant your foot in my ass. There we go. I'm just saying, out of the three of us, is a one of us has got a wooden spoon. See that? It's so. Look, wow. The most, the, the best, the, the sign of the best players is consistency, and therefore, <laughs> Duncan yeah. must be the best player. Consistently terrible. Yeah. Well, um, Lee's made his feelings clear. Right. I'm, uh, I'm not saying I'm the best player. I think one I, I think second, for... let me just delete this contact record. Only, delete. only one. Delete. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dude, hang, hang up, tone. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, only one has been invited to go to the ETC. You know, so it's clearly an opinion somewhere. Because <laughs> they got yeah, the wrong that's, that's a proper sympathy shag. If ever I saw one. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not what you got; it's where you get to put it. Exactly. It's just you're looking sad in the corner, going, "Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh I'm a real player. I don't, I don't know what to do with this." Yeah. I think they just think I'm going to buy the beer all weekend. Yeah, I think they got you mixed up as well. I think I think they think you're uh, Mark, Martin. Yeah, they got, no, the Martin. Yeah, Martin. They got the wrong Turner. They got the wrong Turner. Yes. M Turner. Oh, you Wait, brought you Finnish. Finnish army. Oh, <laughs> they turn around and go, "Yeah, he's a lot taller in real life, isn't he?" <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, uh, so I I would actually say I I'm probably at this no uh, yeah at this moment I am the worst player. Oh, well, well, the next question because, is, how yeah. about the entire Breakthrough Assault staff? Oh, my God. Uh, well, Mar- Martin's won things. Mark's won things. Has Soren won things? I think Soren's won Soren's things. Soren's won things. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Generally best painted a talented bugger. Oh, my yes. God. So much. So much, buddy. Yeah. Who knows? That's the beauty of the game. <laughs> we should have, like have a map. You should have a Mount Rushmore of things. Start that off. <laughs> I think I think it, competitively it's got to be it's got to be Turner or or Goddard surely because I've played lots and seriously. I, I'm not consistent. <laughs> no, and you also do the same thing I do, which is just get tired of playing the same thing and then make just change it and then yeah, change, yeah. yeah. get tired um, of playing and then quit. Um, <laughs> you just, just say I don't <laughs> want to play this game. Yeah. It's not fun. <laughs> That is the end of Officer um, Answers, and we're on to events. There um, are some. There's there are some. Out. Yep, so yeah. this will probably air after that deck goes forth. So yeah. that was last weekend, if you've heard this. Um, I came last. Or not, it's this weekend. <laughs> but yeah, that'd be fun. That's down at uh, Brighton. Dice Saloon, excited. Saved up my pennies for my pizzas. Oh, God, yeah. Um, and I'm hoping he doesn't have any tiger peas on the shelf because they might get snapped up. No, I don't think they will. I, they, they, they have really big one monsters. There. They got a casserine box, so. Ooh. Yeah, it's Lee's one, so you can buy it before he can. Yeah, actually get it delivered. The casserine box is the American, American and one. Germans. Germans, yeah. American. Uh, mm, mm. It was Italians. It was to Brook. Everyone's got an Italian. Engorgement at the moment, haven't they? That's because they're awesome, and I, mm. I'm regretting just my opinions. Started to get mine built, and then everyone else does it, it makes it longer. Cool. Um, Friends of Island, uh, Scott Palmer, uh, which has been run by Darren, 19th of March, Spring Awakening at uh, Tactical Retreat Moira. Um, is that in Ireland? 
That is an island. 105 points late war for a day. Another interesting points level. I like it. Yeah, I like that. We need to mix it up. What, 96 points? Yeah. 74 points. Three points. No, I don't think you play a three-point game. Oh, I did in, in, I did in Games Workshop. We had a three-point Warhammer tournament. Oh, my God. Uh, a goblin with the spear and shield won it. Um, I I, what's going on? <laughs> I don't like this. We have another tournament in March. On the 19th of March, the Bucks Open Spring 2022 Flames of War Tournament, which is at the Tabletop Republic in Chilton Shopping Centre up in Buckinghamshire in High Wycombe. In Bucks, yep. It is a one-day, uh, three rounds. They, the last one they had set scenarios, but I suggested to be more open. The tour organizer will let us know what's going on. So uh, that's on Facebook. I found that. So went to Tabletop Republic's page. Went to events, yep. and then in March there was all the information there. Um, one day cool. phase of war. Uh, does it say what it is? No, nope, let me go. Have I still got the page open? No, of course I haven't. Oh, well. <laughs> it's some points. It's Flames of War. For, for if you play Flames of War, you've got all three eras. Or two eras if you haven't got early war. It's probably not early war. So you'll probably find something. If not, you've got March. You've got an entire month to go and buy a new army for not a lot of money if you get the right one from a starter set. <laughs> not Japanese early war cavalry. That would be expensive. Yes. <laughs> and ludicrous. Yes. And ludicrous. I found those as well. Um, right. Eighth and ninth and tenth of April. Core rivalry at Battlefield Hobbies and Daventry, hundred point late war. Which who's coming with me? Uh I might be. If yeah. I can muster it. You should do it. I'm not you playing two lists though. I refuse to have a swap in, swap out. I know you want to list it like a boss. And yeah, then be exactly. like, why am I attacking a town with Panthers? Because and the answer is I'm glorious. That's that's what I've got, and that's what I've been told to go do. Yeah. Have, <laughs> have you ever tried denying one of uh, OKW's orders? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, comrade. Um, Seven <laughs> of eighth of May, Banningrad at Battlefield Hobbies, Daventry again. Hundred points, mid-war competition. It's going to be fun. Um, maybe. The 12th and 14th of August, maybe the European Team Championships, maybe in oh, Warsaw, no, Poland. Maybe it will be in Poland. They're looking at somewhere, I believe. How do I know more information than you, as well, by the way? Well, that's because you're probably taking the first answers. The first answers? Yes, they're looking for somewhere else. Yeah, they'd found somewhere, I thought. It was 50 kilometers yeah. away from, yeah. Which then throws up the whole thing of, well, that's not what we all voted to go do. Ah, democracy. <laughs> I love democracy. <laughs> it's true. You can't, I mean, you know, everyone voted to go to do this one thing at this place at this time. So there is a um, frantic debate amongst team captains going on. Good so, God. Who knows? I hear, I hear Kiev's cheap this time of the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, we've all got to play Team Yankee. Oh, we've all got to be Soviets. Oh. Twelfth and thirteenth of November is Warfare at Farnborough Exhibition Centre on the airfield, which sucks because it's also the scale modelling nationals up at Tetford. 
It's the same weekend, and it has been the same weekend for the past four years, so it's probably going to clash forevermore. So my scale modelling fix will have to be sated. Well, show this is scale modelling. It's just a smaller scale. Yeah, I know. And you get to move it around and throw dice, and then that be is disappointed. About what you're, you know. So I've decided I'm going to have one cabinet for scale models, and then once it gets full, I have to get rid of one of those scale models to then put the new one in it. Because otherwise, some of the podcasts I've listened to, people are like, I've still got models from when I was 15 that are in polystyrene boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a theory on that, isn't there? There's an equation about um, you've reached the point at which you can't now finish all the projects that you've actually got stored away. Oh, that's what I did for my dad. Yeah. Because he, 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 re- he went into, the, into the, the loft, into the attic, and he's got kits from the you know 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and he got me to eBay them all. Um, which we, we just got, me and my sister split it between us. We've just got to the end of, there's only a couple left. Um, and we're talking, I mean, we must have done at least easily 60, 70 kits. Um, and then, you know, he shared, he shared out the money we made. Some of them were quite rare and went for a lot, a lot. So a lot of them didn't and went for five or six pounds each, whatever. Um, but out of the money that he's made back from that, he went out and bought more models. <laughs> Yeah, I thought... the intervention went really well. I was say, what, what, what did you expect him to do? <laughs> so, I mean, to be fair, he's he has been retired. You know, now he's retired. He's really cranking through them, um, which is which is good. What you need to do, right? Eddie, is is convert, convince him that one to one hundred scales, God's own scale. Yeah, no, he's and, the other end. To paint your paint your stuff for you. He's got a well. There's two problems there. One, he doesn't like doing figures. So right. I, I get all of his figures outsourced to me. That's fine. Which is fine, but painting one to thirty fifth scale figures is quite hard compared to fifteen mil. Which is good. <laughs> I'm pushing myself. Yeah, that comes out. It's good. But you, you you could crank through your tanks for you. Yeah, but then he doesn't like small scales. He's, well, never, he's never been a small scale man. He keeps t- getting... telling him you don't like being his son. The sacrifices <laughs> have got to be made. <laughs> As Eddie's dad, if you listen to this podcast, uh... <laughs> motivate that employee, Eddie. Come on, incentivize him. Yeah, but every every time he orders something for like Mig Ammo, he always gets me a paint set, so I don't want to piss him off. Oh, honestly. my hobby stash has been funded by that man. Honestly, no commitment. So that's that is the events as they stand so far. So, what are you guys taking deck deck go? What do I need to be worried about? Do you, do you want my list? Because I've I've redone it. I've rejigged it. Yeah, I wasn't going to check this, but you can, you can read it out. That's yeah, yeah. My, my hundred nine point list. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to no, write it down. I've got to write it down, otherwise I forget what it, <laughs> what it is. And I'll turn up and go. I've got some things. Um, <laughs> Fifteen tigers. So this is this is what I've got so far. I think it's going to be Italians. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a tank company with the 1441 commander and then two batteries of Semivintis cool. of four. And that's it. That's all she wrote. And then a parachutist company uh, with two full strength uh, parachute um, platoons with a flamethrower. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the HMGs, the mortars, and then 347 guns. So three HMGs, three mortars, and three forty-seven mils. 
Yeah. And then support is two 25 pounder batteries and a Lancia. So your formations only got two platoons of HQ? No, the parachute company, everything's in formation. So it's got one, two, three, four, five, six, six platoons. Okay. Or oh, otherwise, it's just the, the Semiventi company. The old one was. Um, oh, I misunderstood. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The old the old force was just the Semiventis and then a parachute company in, in support, which only. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Three. So this has got the whole parachute company, parachutistic company, which I think I like better. I think it is, all this has done is reinforce the fact that I am an infantry army player. I cannot get on with just tank forces. <laughs> they do not work for me. I cannot get my head around them. I'd need to start with uh, start with infantry and go from there. Okay, that's so. That's, that's right. Everyone's we'll got their personal. I would I would be bringing a my um, what you call it? I might I can bring my uh, Australian div cavalry as well, but I'm an infantry platoon short because I haven't got around to sorting that out because I can't find them. I don't know what I've done with them. I base them and and undercoat them, and I now can't find the figures. <laughs> Classic. Right. I, I said yeah. it was any levels of um organisation there. So. Yeah, so I, I'm happy to bring them as an alternative force to play red and blue. But uh, I just need to. I might sort yeah, I'll try and see what I got. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I might have to speak to Luke because I don't think he's using all of his. I think he's got one rifle platoon, and that's all he's bringing. Mm-hmm. So then I can bring my Aussies, Aussie, Aussie, yeah. Aussie. Right, what are you bringing? What are you bringing, Eddie? Um, I was just looking for it. I think I've actually accidentally deleted it. <laughs> it's all going really I well. Rename it. Um, I know what it. I know roughly what it was. It's not that bad, hard to remake it. Um, so it was a Panzer three company, all Panzer three shorts. So two in the HQ, platoon yep. of three. Um, I think there was the second platoon of three, and then there was a platoon of three Panzer fours, the short seventy five for the artillery. So that's the formation. Um, and then in support, I had a, I think I had some recce. I'm not entirely sure on the points benefit, but I know I had a flak 88 and a tiger. Oh my God. You did take a tiger. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad, a... bad man. Yeah. So there's one flak 88. I know a tiger. So it's two, two, um, 88 mil guns and a load of Panzer threes and some Panzer you fours. Took a tiger. Oh, and it, I think it had the infantry platoon as well. With um, I think it used to have the mortar in, but I'll probably drop that out now because I know it's used to this. Um, yeah, tiger, 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 tiger. Yeah, that's Al Murray, isn't it? <laughs> top top five German tanks. Tiger, Tiger, Whitman, Tiger. Tiger, 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 Whitman, Whitman, Whitman. <laughs> Bacage. Tiger, Tiger. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's my uh, German force, and then I'll probably take my Americans for my allies, which would be my M10 company. Jesus, um, bring all the filth. Yeah, or I need to find what I've finished painting. So I can't remember if I got the normal Shermans finished as well with their turret decals and everything. You're not going to bring your uh, Italian British? My Italian British? Yeah, your British for Italy. Oh, no, because it's desert. 
No, I, I have to admit, I was tempted to take my Herman Goering company stuff, but it's, it's Italy or Italy rather than. I, I am I am excited Africa. for my Americans though because they do have um, my P forty flight, which is rapidly becoming my favourite World War Two warbird. Oh, it's just the it's the best. I, I would I would argue. Really it's, I was to say yeah. I would argue it's the best air support you can take in Flames of War. Yeah, is the mid the mid war. Yeah. Oh, it's also got the bombs. Yep. So it's always it's going to be doing something always. Whenever it turns up, which yeah, it's only fifty percent of the time, but it can always do something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, no, I'm excited. Should be good. I just need to find. What it'll do is it'll miss. That's what aircraft do. But it's got a psychological effect. But the one time it doesn't miss and it strafes those like three martyrs <laughs> that thought they were all safe and in cover and everything. Yeah. And then you fail the firepower test, but it's fine, you know. It doesn't, need to, it doesn't need to kill a lot to get its points back either. No, that's the thing. It's cheap enough. Six points. Six points. It's the way forward. I tell you. <laughs> cool. Shall we scoot and shoot then? Shoot and scoot. Do it the right way around. Don't yeah, run behind the hill. Don't run question. behind the hill and then shoot it. Shoot and scoot like a tog advancing across the desert. Yeah, what's the tog skill? God, I don't know. Let me find um, it. We started a British thing. I imagine it's trained, but yeah, have a look. Trained? Really? Yeah, most, well, most British stuff in the desert's trained. Is it? Well, I thought mm-hmm. it was veteran. No. Are you sure? I am sure. I play him enough. I was going to say, I don't know why I'm arguing with you. Uh, it is trained. Yes, so, so your idea of it sitting on the back and shooting and scooting. That's a four plus. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but that's the thing that's shooting and scooting. It's not, if it fails, you haven't lost anything. If it does it, it's fantastic. Mm. <laughs> well, you do lose something. Look, I'm going to prove it by passing now, okay? So four Go plus. On. Five, there you go. Oh. It's hilariously got a three plus counter attack. Just saying. Suck it, Goswin. Yeah. God, this has got rowdy this episode. That's, that's rotating on <laughs> the spot. Rotating on the spot counts as movement, but doesn't use any movement value, right? What? No. So if you if you if you, you stuff up. Rotated <laughs> No no so you know, if you had your tog and you rotated around the centre point of the model. So right, rotate my tog. Could yeah. you then move six inches forward from that point? Oh like God. helicoptering across the board here. <laughs> well, that'd okay. be crabbing. Wouldn't it be crabbing across the board? Across the board. Oh. Getting an extra like six inches of movement at a turn. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> the Armored Trade Regular Podcast you've been listening to is Shoot and Scoop, the Blaze World Podcast, and the team of Breakthrough Assault and the UK. And was brought to you by support for better hobbies, Dice of War, and hyper competitive Tog nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to take them to ETC now, aren't you? Yeah. It's late war. <laughs> In late war, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Never war. see it coming.
Screaming to the podcast somehow. Yeah, that needs oh, to be the ending. Oh, monsieur. Oh, monsieur. That guy needs a hug. That guy needs a hug. I could just watch that on loop and I would not. I would never find it funny. It's just it's the ungodly noise. It's just the perfect clip. <laughs>